Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. Happy motherfucking New Year, bitch. That's right. Happy New Year. Doesn't matter at what time of the year that you're listening to this, because guess what? It's all going to make sense no matter if you're listening to this in July. January, November, it's all good in the hood. And on this first episode of our 12-part ambitious series is going to be all about how to make 2023 your bitch. And even if it's 2030, you probably could still apply all the things that I'm about to say on today's podcast. But I first of all want to say, I missed you, bitch. I took like almost six weeks off from podcasting. Everyone is very pissed off at me. But let me tell you, mama was working her titties to the bone. Do titties have a bone? I don't know. I was just working my nippies off because I was getting ready for Bitchapalooza, our first ever Bitchapalooza. That was in the first part of January. And let me tell you, it was such a freaking success. It was so incredible. Girls came from all across the globe to Katie Boy's Misfit Club in Hudson, New Hampshire, and we had spiritual awakenings. We moved our bodies. We danced our asses off. We had the incredible Victoria Duke come and teach makeup and outer beauty. We did a fire ceremony. We had Bitch Olympics. It was absolutely incredible, and we loved it so much that I am going to be doing another one in January. In January? Wait a minute. In July? What am I talking about? I'm in January, so my brain is saying all the January things right now. So our Bitchapalooza 2023 summer, summertime edition, I'm a real masshole today, is going to be July 28th, 29th, and 30th in July. Okay? So What we're going to be doing is we're going to be having early access for a discounted rate. So if you have not already gone to join my app, there is a link in the show notes to join the Ambitious app. And in that way, you'll get all of the inside track of when we're going to be dropping that discount code so that you can get into Bitchapalooza Summertime Edition for a discounted price. And I'm telling you guys, it is worth every cent. Ask any woman that came to Bitchapalooza. It was absolutely incredible. And I'm I'm actually really proud of myself. I'm just going to toot my own horn for a second because I did that whole entire thing pretty much by myself. I obviously have an online business manager. Her name is Kim Fox, and she did so much for me virtually but just physically getting into my studio and just making it happen and creating and making sure all the T's were crossed and all the I's were dotted. And let me tell you, by the end of the weekend, I felt like I had a fucking train r- ridden on me, but it was like a great exhaustion that I hadn't felt in a really long time. 
And it took me about a week to recover. That's why I'm so late recording this podcast. I was actually supposed to record this podcast a couple of weeks ago, but I was just so entrenched in the Bitchapalooza vibes that I was like, you know what? The podcast can wait because I have to do this one thing first. And I was a tired hoe for the last week. And I've just been recuperating. Um, I just went live on my Instagram and on Mighty Networks and I was literally in my pajamas still. And it was a week ago. It's been a rough week. But tooting my own horn, I mean, I was so fucking proud of myself because I'm like, wow, I just pulled that shit together all by myself. We had incredible bitch box swag boxes from like world renowned um, companies from all around the world sent us incredible things from their lines to put in uh, my swag bag. And it was just freaking amazing. And I'm still like, I can't believe it happened. So if you are like, damn, I have FOMO, I missed out on Bitchapalooza, girl, get over there and tell me that you're coming and make sure you get that discounted rate. We're not only going to have a discounted rate for you to pay in full, but we're also going to be able to break up your Bitchapalooza payment into installments. So be the first to know about that by joining the Ambitious app. Like I said, the app link is in the show notes. Okay. I'm going to come at this podcast today in a very different way. This morning, I was just compiling some of my ideas of the things that I'm going to be doing in 2023, and I'm going to be sharing them with you. But I listened to my last year at this time podcast, and not that it wasn't a dope podcast. I mean, I put a lot of work into it, and I I was listening to it, and I was like, yeah, this all makes sense. It's still, it's still for today's day and age, like all this stuff makes sense, but Something has happened to me in the last like year. Um, I had one of the hardest years of my life in 2022. I had a lot of, uh, I, I dealt with a lot of health issues. Um, I dealt with a lot of mental health issues. Um, I had some really odd things happen to me this year that just really, really just, it set me off of my course. And I was so disappointed in myself that I let myself be affected by not only my health issues, which I think were actually caused from what I'm about to tell you, because I do believe that all all health issues, unless you are born with something, all health issues are caused from stress um, and just anxiety and depression and, and overwhelm and just like feeling a certain way. Um, but I had this really strange thing happen to me this year where I just like really wanted to speak my truth about a lot of things in my business that I wasn't happy with. And some of my clients really just took advantage of me and really just ran with what I was saying and made it about them. And I allowed them to do that because I was not feeling well and I was in a weak place. And it really humbled me and it softened me and it made me who I am today. Like the person that is talking to you on this podcast right now is a different human that I was when 2022 first began. And dealing with really scary health issues, uh, it's something that I really have never dealt with in my life. And it was very, what's the word? And And obviously I don't have notes here. This is like coming from my heart, but it really put a lot of things into perspective of what's truly important. 
And I realized that I was showing up for my clients in ways that I wasn't showing up for myself. And I was allowing people who are also in the same industry as me, i.e. coaches and healers, to to prey on my clientele and to take people to healing sessions that I didn't agree with. And then I put my foot down and I, I pretty much said uh, in the late summer, you know, if you're healing with me and you're doing work with me, you cannot work with other healers. But if you're working with other healers and you're working with me, you have to choose. And if you choose that other person, that's great because, you know, there's a seat for every ass and people vibe with different people differently. But it's so it was getting to be so hard for me to do my work when someone says, well, so-and-so told me that A, B, C, and D. And I'm like, well, spirit is telling me this. So I don't, this isn't really healthy for me because now I'm second guessing myself as a coach and a, and a mentor and a healer and a, and a spiritual advisor. And as all this was going on, I started to become really, really sick. And I had an episode during a healing session. I'm not going to get into it because it's just very personal and only like a handful of people know this about me, but something happened in a healing session. And that was the day that I remember like the sickness coming onto me. And I had to take a step back from everything I was doing because I was so sick to the point where I couldn't even function. And not a lot of people know that I was going through this because I really didn't share it with a lot of people. And I went through a battery of doctors and tests. And it was so scary because of course, you know, I don't care who you are. If you, if you have a, a sickness and it's like a mystery and you cannot figure it out and no one can figure it out. Like for obviously the first thing you're like, Oh my God, I'm dying, you know, which I wasn't dying. I mean, we're all dying, but like I wasn't dying, but I had never felt pain like that in my body. And that pain did something to me. And it's so funny because now I can, now I'm feeling so much better. I'm still taking medication for it. Um, and I'm still working very closely with um, some of the top doctors in Boston. Thank God that I have um, that privilege to do so. But I'm actually so grateful that I experienced this sickness because it forced me to really stand in my own power and say like, some of the things that I'm doing is not serving me. Maybe these things that I have done in the past did serve me at this moment, but a lot of the things that I'm still doing are not serving with me and I serving me. And I had to cut ties with a lot of clients who I really loved. I had a lot of clients um, do some really mean, nasty things to me, but I'm like so grateful for that now because I truly believe that God knows what's best for you. And God always goes in front of you and makes the crooked places straight. And God knows me better than I know myself. And God was like, if I don't fucking throw this bitch a goddamn, <laughs> I don't think God would swear, but if I don't, if I don't throw this bitch a goddamn freaking explosion in her life, I don't set off, like I don't detonate a bomb in her life. Like she's just going to keep going and going and going like this. And I know for a fact that if I didn't, experience this moment of pain and sickness. And I didn't allow all of these clients that were no longer 
serving the vibrational frequency of the ambitious movement, I would probably, um, and I'm not going to mince words, I probably wouldn't be here right now. So I'm here today, I'm bearing my heart to each and every one of you out there in ambitious land, and I'm telling you that I've had this insane experience in the last couple months, and it humbled me, and it slowed me down, and it really put a lot of things into perspective, and it made me feel human. It made me feel like a human for once in a really long time, like my husband's always like, you're like a robot. You know, you just go and go and go and go. And I was like, oh, that's just who I am. But then I had to really take a step back during this time. And I had to say like, what am I fucking running from? Like, what are the parts of me that haven't healed? Like, why would I let these clients get so close to me that they could hurt me? Why would I let these people, you know, prey on my clients. Like I had a lot of um, people who were coaches and healers that were in an ambitious academy and in the ambitious app. And, uh, and I didn't know this was even happening until like later on people were like, oh yeah, so-and-so was reaching out to me and telling me like, oh, don't, don't coach with Katie, coach with me. Or, you know, then it was, you know, I'm not going to get too much into it, but it just, it was very fucking shady. And I think that what happens is people look at my life and they're like, oh, it can't be that hard. And it's like the Tony Serrano thing. It's like, Everybody wants to be a gangster and it's, until it's time to do what gangsters do. And they don't realize, like, I have put my health on the line. I've put relationships on the line. I have sacrificed so much to become who I am. And then when they are faced with that same energy, they can't do it on their own. So they have to, like, you know, go and do things shady. And it's funny because all the people that have tried to hurt me, they never, ever, ever get away with it. Like God does not sleep. Um, I have had a couple of girls who wanted to be coaches or they wanted to be healers and they quit their jobs. And guess what? They're right back doing the same job again because they couldn't fucking hack it because they did things from a place of underhanded, dirty, low vibrational frequency energy. And it was such a good mirror to myself to watch these people do these things to me because I had to turn the mirror on myself and say, okay, how do I show up like this? And how am I in a lack mindset? And how, how am I in a not enoughness? And I remember um, I was on my way to the hospital. I was having a procedure and I was in the car and Matt was driving me. And I was doing breath work because I was so nervous. I don't like to be anesthetized. I don't like to be put to sleep. It's one of my biggest fears. And I don't know why because I'm like, I'm very okay with death. But I just think it's so freaky how like someone could put you to sleep and then you like just never wake up, you know? And I'm listen, I'm healthy. It's not that it would never happen to me. But you know, your brain goes to those places. And I was doing breath work in the car before we uh, went to the procedure and I was so nervous. I was just so fucking scared. And I was doing my breath work and I just, the tears were just streaming down my face when I was um, going to my procedure. And my husband's like, what is wrong with you? I've never seen you like this. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm dying. And he was like, what do you mean you're dying? And I was like, old Katie Boyd is dying. And like this new person is being reborn. And in the last couple of weeks, since I have been feeling better and I've been really taking care of myself and I've been showing up the way that I want to show up, um, I feel like almost like the phoenix kind of rising from the ashes where it's like I had to let 
that pain go and I had to let that resentment go and I had to let that anger and that animosity go. And then I had to say to myself, you know, you saw all the red flags of all the things that have happened to you in the last couple months and you kept ignoring them and you cannot do that anymore. So I'm making a solemn vow to myself in 2023 here on the Ambitious Podcast where I can't run from anyone, right? Because this is now it's like public knowledge. If anything or anyone feels not okay to me, I am going to end the relationship on my own terms, lickety split. I'm not going to wait for the person because, you know, we all say like, oh, you know, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt and I'm a kind human and I don't want to hurt this person. And, you know, this person could be hurting and that's why they're acting like this or blah, blah, blah. No, no more. And so everything that I compiled today that I'm going to be talking about may seem like not Katie Boyd-esque, but it really truly is. It's the new me. It's the softened me. It's the humbled me. It's the me that was just faced with really not feeling well. And then on top of being sick and feeling very scared, I also had this wild thing happen in my business. And all of it was my fault because I allowed it. And so I'm taking 100% responsibility because as you know, if you have followed the ambitious movement for a really long time, I always say, take radical responsibility for where you're at in life and I'm gonna do the same today. So for all of you out there in ambitious land who show up here, you share this podcast, you have read the book, you're part of Ambitious Academy, you're part of the app, you've done A28P, you've worked with me one-on-one, you've had healing sessions, you've come to my retreats, you've come to Bitchpalooza, you're maybe you're going to Portugal in April with us to Madeira. Thank you. Thank you for being so loyal, for supporting me, for showing up for me, for showing up for yourself, and for the rest of the people who hurt me and who did things behind my back and stole from me and took from me and talked poorly about me after I've helped you become the person that you are, thank you. Thank you also. I I am so grateful that you hurt me. I'm so grateful that you were operating from a place of fear because it made me stronger and it uh, forced me to be honest with myself and who I am now and where I'm going and, and, and what no longer serves my highest, greatest good. So thank you to the people that are still here. Thank you for, to the people that are not. Um, either way, I appreciate you and I'm so grateful for all of you. And, I'm, and I mean that. I'm not being a, a see you next Tuesday. I'm actually really uh, being honest. I couldn't say that six months ago because I was so angry and so resentful and I was murderous and <laughs> on top of that, I was really feeling sick and I was actually really scared. Um, but it just goes to show you that even the people that you think are the strongest, they still struggle and they still have fear and they still have human moments. And I think that 2023 is really about being a human for me at least, because I feel like I have not been human for the last three years because I've just been trying to keep calm and carry on. And, you know, it's not always the best way to be. So I'm going to be showing up this year in a very different way. Um, If you're not here for it, I don't care, but this is how I'm showing up. And I'm showing up in this way because it's going to serve me and it's going to keep me healthy. And the healthier that I am, the 
more powerful I'm going to be so that I can spread the ambitious movement wider and deeper all across the globe. So here's what I compiled today, excuse me, for 2023 to carpe motherfucking diem and make 2023 your bitch. So here we go. The first on my agenda, and this is something that I had to learn the hard way in the last year, is don't use coded language. What is coded language? Coded language is when you maybe, let's just, okay, let's just use food because this happened to me the other day. I was out to dinner with my husband and I was like craving something. And he's like, you don't even like that. I'm like, I know, but I just want it. I don't know why. I just like, I'm really craving this thing. And so <laughs> I'm such a, I'm such a motherfucker. So Matt ordered like a steak and he ordered um, some vegetables or whatever. And my meal was like, um, it was a gluten-free bun and a, and a gluten-free like chicken sandwich, right? And it was like, had like some honey on it and some pickles or whatever. And um, I ordered sweet potato French fries. And like a chicken sandwich and a steak are going to take different times to cook, right? So the way I was facing in this restaurant, I could see like the open concept kitchen and I could see like the food coming out. So like I could see my little chicken sandwich, my little sad little chicken sandwich, like sitting under those hot like heat lamps. And like Matt and I were just talking, but out of like my corner of my eye, I kept staring at my fucking chicken sandwich because I, I, in my head, I'm like, this fucking chicken sandwich is just going to like be drier than a cat's ass. It's going to taste so bad. I can't even believe I'm wasting my calories on this dry ass chicken sandwich, right? right? But Matt and I were having like such a great conversation. I didn't want to be like, oh my God, my chicken sandwich is sitting in the window. What the fuck? I don't, I just didn't want to do it because we were just really enjoying each other. So I just shut my fucking mouth. And then finally I see his steak come up and I'm like, fucking thank you, Jesus. Now it was like a 15 minutes, this chicken sandwich is fucking sitting in under the heat lamps. So this broad brings over, you know, our waitress, she brings over the food. Matt's looked so good. And my chicken sandwich just looked like it had been through like, I don't even know what, war, napalm, something. And I knew it was going to suck. Like I wasn't like willing it to suck. I just knew I'm like, this is going to be so fucking dry. So I took the first bite. And it was dry as fuck. It was like chewing on sawdust. But I didn't want to be an asshole and send the fucking food back. Because like I said, Matt and I were having like such a nice conversation. And I didn't want to like fuck up the vibe or whatever. So I just dry fucking. I, <laughs> it's like giving a blowjob with no spit. You're just like, <clears throat> you know. And I was just like fucking deep throat in this chicken sandwich. Like trying to like get my gag mechanism going just to get a little bit of spit to like lubricate that chicken to go down my fucking throat. And Matt was like, is that dry? I'm like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, whatever. And then like I got halfway through the chicken sandwich, like I just couldn't do it anymore. And I was just like, it's so bad, it's so dry, what the fuck, blah, blah, blah. And Matt's like, send it back. But I had already eaten like half the chicken sandwich. So what was I going to do? Like be like, here, take this half a chicken sandwich back, <laughs> you know? And so Matt and I got in the biggest fight at dinner because he's just like, you know, I hate coded language. You shouldn't be using coded language. You always talk about coded language with your girls, blah, 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 blah. And now you're fucking using coded language. And, blah, 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 blah. and then I, I started like getting so upset. And then I went in the car and I started crying and I was just like upset with him for the rest of the night. But he was right. Like 
I knew that that chicken sandwich, and it, listen, this is a frivolous thing to talk about, but this is just like the last time I used coded language off the top of my head, so I just thought it was like the easiest thing to talk about, and I'm sure that y'all have done this before, right? You know that the food isn't good, and you don't send it back, even though like they don't give a fuck. They're more than happy to take the goddamn dry chicken sandwich back and give you something delicious, right? But it was like my own fucking shit, and guess what? The thing that I didn't want, which was IE to get into like a fight with my husband, ended up happening because I used the coded language, right? So in 2023, if you're still using coded language, you're probably your own worst enemy. And I'm only saying that too because I was my own worst enemy. Like I will never, it's so weird too because I have no qualms about sending food back. I'm not like that kind of person, but I also think I was really tired that day. Like I said, I've been so freaking exhausted since we did Bitchapalooza. And I just like didn't want to upset the apple cart. But guess what? The apple cart got flipped the fuck over because I was using coded language. Coded language can be for a chicken sandwich, like not sending the chicken sandwich back and just being like taking it up the ass, right? With no lube. Now, if I wasn't using coded language, as soon as the girl came over and I took one bite of the sandwich, I should have just been like, excuse me, this is so dry. Like I saw it sitting under the heat lamps for 15 minutes. Like, can I have something else or can you like fire me a new one? That's what I should have done because that's what a rich, ambitious woman does. Like they get what they want when they want it. They get what they desire and they get it in perfect proportion. They don't use coded language and be like, oh, like when the girl came over, how's the chicken sandwich? Oh, it's good. It's good. I should have been like, it's fucking drier than a rat's ass. Like, take this back, you know? But I didn't. And it ended up just like the vibe was so off for the rest of the day. I was upset. Matt was like, we like were fighting all night. Like, it was just. And then, of course, you know, when you open Pandora's box for a fight you know, like all the other shit comes out that like we've both been like, well, then you did this to me and then I didn't like what you said last week and you didn't do it. Yeah, like, whatever. So the number one thing, if you want to have an amazing year this year is don't use coded language. Say what you mean, mean what you say, and don't give a fuck if you ruffle some feathers, if you upset the apple cart, because guess what? If you don't, the apple cart will be upset regardless. So I don't care if this is about a chicken sandwich or this is about a relationship with your husband or this is about negotiating your pay at work or talking to your child's teacher. I don't care what it is, but you cannot use coded language. That is so 2019, okay? We have to say what we desire, when we desire it, and how it's gonna be. We are the HBICs of our lives, right? The second thing that I want you to really think about for 2023 and making it great is set frivolous goals. I look back at the last three years of my life and I see the goals that I set and they were so audacious. They were so over the top, but they were also exhausting. Like I think of a lot of the things that I've accomplished in the last couple of years and like it took a lot out of me, even though I accomplished it. This year, I obviously have audacious goals and dreams and desires. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not have that. But I think what I really have been preaching to my students and my clients um, in Ambitious is also setting like joyful, frivolous, fun goals, right? I was talking a couple weeks ago on the Ambitious app about how like one of my goals is I want to be able to do a split. Like I want (laughs) to, my friend Ryan Faria Holt calls it the death drop, right? Like you're just at a party and you can just like go into a full split, like not even warm up. 
I am a really flexible, limber person and I know I can do it, but it takes time, right? Like every day you have to stretch, blah, blah, blah. But how fun would that be if like you just see me like at the next Bitchapalooza and I can just go into a full ass split? Like how fun is that? And that's actually my goal for Bitchapalooza in July of 2023. I'm going to be able to do a full on split right leg front, left leg front and like full on like middle both legs out to the side. I know again, it's like, really, Katie, you want to do a fucking split? Like this is your goal? Yes. I want fucking fun, frivolous goals. Why does everything have to be so goddamn serious? It's 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 just cramping my style, man. And I and I'm sure a lot of you guys feel the same exact way. Like we set all these audacious goals and sometimes we miss them by just a hair and and then we just feel like a loser. We don't feel worthy. But how cool would it be is just say like I want to be able to do like a full split at a party or one of my other goals is I desire to be able to hold my breath for three minutes and I've been working on it every day or I have a beautiful baby grand piano in my house and I want to be able to play a song by heart like on the piano and be able to sing at the same time like that's a party favor like oh Katie sing your song and I'm like oh don't mind if I do let me tickle the ivories Again, frivolous. Is it going to make me a million dollars? Is it going to make me famous? No, but it's just something frivolous and fun and joyful. That's just something like a fun little thing. Like, why does everything have to be like, in 2023, I will make $40 million and I will solve world hunger? Like, yeah, okay, great. Whoop did he fucking do da? And maybe that is one of your goals. But wouldn't it be fun if our goals were a little bit more joyful, a little bit more frivolous and not so serious because I feel like the last couple years of our lives have been so fucking serious, which is what made me sick in the first place. Like what is that old adage? Like all work, no play makes Jack a dull boy or whatever. And I felt like I started like losing my fun. Like I wasn't fun anymore. Like I would look at myself in the mirror and I felt like I was dead inside. And I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? And then I had to take a step back and be like, Everything I do is so fucking serious. Everything is so serious. And I don't want to be that way anymore. And yeah, you have to be serious sometimes to do certain things. But like, I don't know. It's just not the vibe for 2023. So number two is set frivolous goals. The next thing is seek discomfort. Now, I know you're like, really, Katie, you just told me you want to have fun all the time. And discomfort is not fun. It's not fun. Things that are uncomfortable are not fun in the moment, but they're fun and rewarding after the fact. Like doing Bitchapalooza and having all these women come from all over the world. Like there was so much fear. I was like, what if it snows? What if everyone gets sick? What if I get sick? What if this thing happens? What if there's a, th- like, whatever. What if there's an act of God? Like I was so fucking nervous. Like I was a hot mess before Bitch Blues because I was so worried about everybody. And then guess what? I did the uncomfortable thing, which was put on this fucking shindig for all these people from all across the globe. It was the best weekend of my life. And guess what? Everyone loved it and everyone wants to come back. And the people that didn't come have severe FOMO and they're like, dude, as soon as it goes on sale, like I'm the first one to buy it. Like I'm going to be there. And it was so uncomfortable. But in the long run, after the fact, it was so worth it. Like I can sit here 
a couple weeks after Bitchapalooza and be like, wow, that was just so worth all the fear and all the tears and all the uncomfortableness and all the drama and all the planning and all the everything, right? All the minutia and all the, you know, making sure everything was perfect. It was so worth it, but it was so uncomfortable and it was so full of what ifs. But the uncomfortable things are the things that are worth the most in the long run. So number three is seek discomfort. Number four to make 2023 your bitch is to have a bitch list. I talk about this a lot on the podcast, talk about this a lot on my app and in a bitches academy, but I feel like another thing that I've had a really bad go at was I am an overachiever. I'm a type A personality and I am like just a go-getter, right? But what happens is if I have, let's just say 50 things on a, on a to-do list in the, in the day, and I do 48 of those things. And there's two that I didn't do. I literally feel like a piece of shit. And this has just been ingrained in me since childhood. This is like part of like my psyche. I work on it on a daily basis. But I started saying to myself, okay, if I have this list, which we can call the bitch list, and let's just choose five things, that if I do these five things, that anything else I do is just icing on the cake. I know that if I do these five things, if I accomplish these five things on my bitch list, I'm going to feel like a million bucks no matter what I accomplish after. And right now on my bitch list, my five things are my ambituals. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. So my morning ambituals and my nighttime ambituals, let's just lump them into the same thing on the bitch list, right? Um, workout and stretch five days a week. And I do move my body every day. Like I, even on my off days when I'm not lifting and I'm not working out, working out, I'm still like stretching and, and I'm always moving my body, right? Um, the third is uh, breath work and meditation every day. The fourth thing is how I'm eating. So like right now I can't fast because of the health issues that I've been going through. So I eat very specifically for, you know, my health and I eat, you know, a certain amount of times a day right now. And I know what I'm eating. I'm meal prepping and I'm grocery shopping and I'm very like, and I know when I'm going out to dinner and I know when I'm home for food and I'm very meticulous about that. And then my fifth thing is some kind of cold exposure. So lately I have been filling up my bathtub and putting ice in it and getting the bathtub to about 47 degrees Fahrenheit. And I do my breath work and I do my meditation, then I jump in the cold right after. So that's very uncomfortable. But what it does for your inflammation and all that kind of stuff is absolutely astronomical. The benefits are so intense. So those are the five things that I say, okay, if I can do those five things every day, everything else on my list is icing on the cake. It's just like cherry on top of the sundae, right? And just focusing on those five things, it releases you from this like rat race of doing, doing, doing. And also, there's another thing that I had a huge epiphany over the last couple months is your worth is not tied to how much you do and how much you show up and like how much you create. I think that we really have to think about that in this year and, and going forward is your worthiness is not tied to how much you do or how much money you make, or, you know, how many hours a day that you work, or, you know, it's not. And I, I didn't, I knew it subconsciously, but on a conscious level, I didn't think that that's what I was doing. And I feel like 
having a lot of that taken away from me because I couldn't work the way I was because I wasn't feeling well really put into perspective like, hey, I am still worthy and I am still enough just the way I am, even if I literally do nothing except take a shower and have a cup of coffee. And that's really hard for a person like me who's, you know, like an overachieving type person. But I had to say to myself, why am I trying to overachieve? What void am I trying to fill? So get your bitch list, get your five things. It doesn't have to be my five things. Or if you like that, you can steal my five things. It does not matter. But get those five things and make that, that bitch list. Okay. The next one, number five is pat yourself on the fucking back, dude. Like that was another thing. I, I wasn't relishing or reveling in my accomplishments. Like I was making so much money and I was doing so much and I was like just trying to be superwoman. And then I would like achieve these great things and I'd be like, hey, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? And I was never giving myself time, like even on vacation. Like I'm on vacation. I spend all this money to go on vacation, first class flights, the best hotels, la, la, la. And then I'm like at the hotel and I'm trying to do work. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? This is, this is bullshit. I'm telling these people out there in a bitch's land, like, you know, when you're on vacation, you're on vacation. And I'm just, and yeah, like I'm creative and I, and my brain not, doesn't stop, but like there's a time for rest and there's a time for work. And even when I was resting, I was working and then I, and then I wonder how I got myself into a health issue. <clears throat> so pat yourself on the back. When you do something great, when you overcome something, when you go to the next level, when you evolve, Take a moment and just breathe and just like, oh, wow, I'm fucking amazing. Look what I just accomplished. Look what I just did. And just give yourself a moment just to kind of congratulate yourself and just to relish that moment because those moments are so few and far between in our lives, you know? So pat yourself on the back. The next thing is have, number six, have your habituals. Again, I talk about this so much in Ambitious Academy, A28P on my app. And these are rituals that are help you feel ambitious. So for me, my morning ambituals are I do my blessing every day with my Palo Santo. I always say, I am a queen. I am royalty. I'm a child of the most high God. I will act as such. I will be treated as such. I am such. I say that three times. And then I do my power posse. I call in my power posse every day. So I always say, you know, God, goddess, universal life force energy, all of my guardians and guides and loved ones who are no longer here on this three-dimensional earth plane and all of my ancestors who came before me and my family of galactic being of light. Surround me and fill up my vessel with your light and your love and your ancient wisdom. Help me. And then I say, you know, fill in the blanks because every day is going to be different. It could be to, it could be to help me help my clients to be inspirational to them. It could be to protect me when I'm going out into, you know, the world and I don't know what I'm going to encounter. Um, it could just to give me strength. It could be to help me rest, right? Like give me the okay to rest, you know, whatever. And then the third thing I do in the morning is I do my ambitious abundance affirmation. If you haven't read my book, um, Ambitious Already, the step-by-step -step procedure is in there. We also go over that in Ambitious Academy at length and I help girls create their Ambitious Abundance Affirmation. It's so important. I've been doing this since I was 14 years old. It works. It works. It works. It works. And then I have um, nighttime ambituals too, right? Like I listen to sound healing at night. I go in my hot tub. I do my Ambitious Abundance Affirmation again. Um, I have very specific things that I do, 
And those we call the ambituals or the ambitious rituals. And again, it just helps you feel ambitious. Like you're like, oh, I feel so good. Like I did my morning habituals. Oh, I feel so good. I did my nighttime habituals. Like it just is a great way to open and close your day and it just makes you feel strong and powerful. And like my biggest thing is in control of your day. Like no matter what happens during the day, you know, like, okay, I have my bitch list. I did my bitch list and I did my habituals. How dope is that? Like I feel great. And then whatever else I did on my to accomplish list or at work or with my children or with my significant other, again, it's just that cherry on the Sunday, right? The next one, I talk about this a lot. I, I, I'm sorry if I'm beating a dead horse, but obviously I have to beat a dead horse because some of you motherfuckers still can't get this through your head. No matter what you achieve in life, you're never, ever, ever going to fill that heart-sized hole in your soul with money or power or prestige or you know placement in the world. Everything that is going to be worthwhile and feel amazing is going to come from your core desired feelings. And I always talk about how my number one core desired feeling is freedom. So everything that I do in my life, I say to myself, okay, is this thing I'm about to do going to help me feel free? And I know for a fact in the last six months when I was going through all that stuff with my clients and going through all that stuff with my health, um, I didn't feel free. And that was a fucking huge wake up call um, like that I was not living in a bitch's life at that moment. I was not being the HBIC of my life because I'm letting these fucking clients who, you know, can't wipe their own fucking pussies piss me off and upset me and get under my skin and fuck with my business and fuck with my head. And, you know, like my husband said to me, he goes, you care because you're a loving, kind person. And I'm like, I know, but like, it, it's just, it's not worth my time, you know, because it's, this is not helping me feel free. And when I was not feeling well, that was definitely not helping me feel free because I'll tell you right now, when you're sick, you cannot think of anything else except that pain that you're in and the sickness that you feel. You can't help clients. You can't work your job the best way. You can't be good to your family. You can't be a good friend. You can't be a good wife. You can't be anything because you're just so focused on how do I not feel like shit? And if you listened to or read the book Outwitting the Devil, one of the ways that the devil makes you a drifter is through sickness, illness, and disease and fear of death. So those are two of the six reasons why you become a drifter. And when I was sick, and I was fear, fearful of death because I was like, oh my God, what if I have like some terminal illness and I'm like, I only have like a couple months to live. Like, I don't fucking know. Weirder shit's happened, right? I'll tell you, <laughs> you can't do much else than just think about that and think about getting well. And I was in fucking doctor's offices and, you know, all these different specialists 24 fucking seven. Like every day of my life was like a different doctor, blood work, this thing, that thing, this thing, that thing. I was like, how do people fucking do it? Like if someone is really sick, how do they do anything else but just be sick? So I was like, damn, this is not helping me feel free. And I had to take a step back and say, okay, every ounce of my energy has to go into making myself well. And every ounce of my energy has to go into removing these people who are ungrateful and are not vibrating at the frequency of ambitious. We got to get rid of these motherfuckers. And guess what? We did. And the vibe in Ambitious is so different. Everyone's so happy. And everyone that's there is there for the right reasons, not to use me for like my low-hanging fruit clients, you know? So get your core desired feelings. Work your core desired feelings. Choose between three and five words that you use to make decisions in your life. And don't think that any amount of money or dick or, you know, new tits are going to help you feel good because it's not. Because I've had it all. 
And guess what? I still felt like a bag of smashed assholes. The only thing that helps me is knowing that the thing that I'm about to do is going to help me feel one of my core desired feelings or even all of them, which is really fucking awesome. The next one is simplify. I am a very complicated person. Um, I pride myself on how complicated and deep and, you know, everything has to be a certain way. And I started realizing like simplicity is really the key that unlocks the door of happiness. And, you know, you don't have to have all kinds of materialism. You don't have to pack jam your schedule with a bunch of work to feel worthy or enough. Um, You don't have to have a thousand friends. You could literally have, and this is how I roll. You know, I have on my hand, maybe five women that I know that if God forbid anything happened to me. And guess what? In the last couple months, they really showed their true colors and stepped up for me when I was not feeling well and when I was going through this time. And I would rather have five friends that I know I can trust in my time of need than a 5,000 people just that think I'm great and they don't really know me or if anything, God forbid, happened to me, they would be like, oh, Katie died. Whoop did you do Moving on, you know? So simplify your home, simplify your routine, simplify your friendship circle, simplify your business or your work, simplify what you do with your children. I see so many of my um, clients who have children and they have these kids in 15 different things after school. Dude, kids need time to play. Kids need time to rest. Kids need time to be motherfucking bored because that's when God can work through them. Not when they're like at, da- at dance class, at this thing, at that thing, this thing, that thing, this thing, that thing. Come on. And, and we do the same things with ourselves. So simplification, simplification. The next one, number 10, invest in you. Invest in you. Listen, I have coaches, I have mentors, I have healers. If I didn't have those people in my life, I don't know who I would be and where I would be. And I have so many people that come to me and they're like, I really want to do Ambitious Academy. I really want to do A2AP. I really want to come to Bitch Palooza. I want to go to Madeira. I want to go on a retreat. I want to do you know, A2AP or whatever. And I'm like, fucking do it. And guess what? They don't fucking do it because they don't want to spend the money. And then you know what happens? I see them on Instagram out buying fucking shots with their fake fucking Louis bag and their, and their fake fucking Christian Louboutins. And they're just drinking and eating and, and fucking their sadness away. And it's like, dude, you could have taken all the money that you just spent on going out for one night and reinvest it in yourself to make yourself better, you know? And I mean, I have no fucking feelings about that because I invest in myself all the time and I could take that money and go buy a bunch of frivolous shit, but I know that this is more important, okay? This is way more important. And the last one, the last thing that, I think that is going to make 2023 the best year of your life is get fucking honest with yourself. Like I came here today. I'm not cracking jokes. I'm not swearing. I'm not being my like fun Katie self because I don't feel like showing up like her today. I I feel like just being really honest with my listeners and honest with my community and tell you that, you know, there's a lot of things that I was doing and there's a lot of people that I was surrounding myself with in the last year that that were not bringing joy and happiness to me. And there was a lot of um, lies I was telling myself. And once I had no choice than to be honest with myself because God forced me to because I was not well, um, it was the best thing. Like I said, it's the best thing that ever happened to me because it's like 
I want to talk to my mom and dad on the phone every day. I want to hang out with my friends a couple times a week. My desire is to work my body out and eat healthy food and sleep eight hours a night and have time for self-care and have quality time with my husband and play with my dog and go for walks and go on vacations and you know have really beautiful, amazing experiences. And I think that we have to really get honest with ourselves. And I think a lot of us are lying to ourselves about us being happy. We're lying to ourselves about the relationships that we're in. You know, we are like, oh, you know, he'll get better. He'll be nicer if I just do A, B, and C. No, he's not, dude. A leopard does not change their fucking spots. If he's a fucking dick now, he's going to be a dick in a year from now. Like, we only have this one precious human life. And I have even become deeper with my mortality because of like what I went through in the last couple months. And I really had to take a step back and be like, dude, you're fucking, you're a bullshit artist, dude. You're lying to yourself about so many things. And the only way that you're going to go to the next level in any way, shape and form is if you get really fucking honest with yourself, who you're surrounding yourself with, the shit you're wasting your time on, the things you're focusing on, the things you're allowing in your life, the people that you're allowing in your life. Like I used to have clients around me that when I would talk to them on the phone, like they were mentorship clients of mine, I would literally get physically sick to my stomach because their vibrational frequency was so low. And I would just keep saying to myself, like, I can help them. I can help them. I can help them. I can help them. And guess what? I couldn't. I could never help them. They couldn't even help themselves. So last thing, get honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself because that shit will set you free. I promise you. And thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for just holding that space for me to talk about what I was going through. And I'm just looking so forward to 2023. I'm looking forward to all the things that I have planned. I'm looking forward to all of the things that I don't have planned that are just going to happen organically. And I'm really just honing in on making more time for fun and friends and family and just joy and frivolity and and not taking myself so fucking seriously. Because at the end of the day, none of us are getting off this planet alive. And who gives a fuck about anything else but just the joy and the divinity that is already within us. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I can't wait for the next 11 episodes that we have for you. You guys are going to have the time of your life listening to all of these incredible people. Big Bernard's going to be on. We're going to be having a relationship podcast. Um, he's also going to be on talking about raising ambitious children, which he is an expert in, and um, all the other surprise guests that we're going to be having on. And thank you guys. This is our fifth year. We're going on the fifth year of the Ambitious Podcast. And it's been one of the hardest but most rewarding things that I've ever done in my life. And I will keep doing this podcast until it no longer is fun. And when it's no longer fun, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Hopefully that time isn't going to come anytime soon. But after what I've gone through in the last six months, like if it's not bringing me orgasms, laughs, or joy, I ain't doing it. So until then... I love each and every one of you and don't forget to stay ambitious.